Hello, everybody. Um, I did, forgot to put myself in the in the stream there, which was a bad one. Um, today, we're going to be joined by the good people of the Sunshine Cooperative to tell about their work. Um, I think they're having a bit of trouble logging on, so I thought I'd just start anyway. It's 12 o'clock, have a bit of a chat with you, and obviously let people come into the live stream. I see people are starting to join already. If you would like, let me know in the comments um, where you are, who who's here, that would be spot on. Um, so I just wanted to do a little bit before the lasses turn up. Hopefully they do. Otherwise, this will be the shortest live stream ever because I've prepped for this one. Um, so, yes, firstly, this week, thank you to everybody for all your kind support and um, particularly around the one that I did on bereavement. Um, it's been a bit of a funny old week and I think a delayed reaction to a bereavement from three and a half years ago um, as you would know if you've watched or listened to that show. Um, <clears throat> my throat's a bit a bit dicey as well, and it's probably all the crying I did the other night. But as we spoke about on that show, get rid of the stress hormone cortisol out of your tear ducts, and you'll have a better time. I uh, just wanted to reassure you I'm on the up, and um, I'm really grateful that you are, you are helpful and you are just there for us, I guess. Um, obviously, this will be the last show of this week, and I'm just going to have a good rest this weekend and just switch off from milk the cow i think i think that's probably the best thing for us so again thank you very much um also what we will do is this as usual if Streamyard does oh i think think this is the last is turning up last is if you can hear us if you can hear us i'm just going to do me intro and i'll bring you in in a minute can you hear us i cool right if you want to support our work, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Been blown away with the response this week, and it's been really, I'm really grateful for it. Thank you very much. We all are. Um, also, just want to big up some of you guys who are helping. As you can see, running across the screen there. I've tried to work out a way of getting everybody on the screen. A few new people to mention as well Carl Hamden, Neil Fish, Karen W, Big Bob Grady. There's more to go on as well. But I just haven't had the time to do it. It'll be there for Monday for you. And thank you very much for stepping up as you have. Um, without further ado, I'll bring in the people who would possibly be late for their own funeral. <laughs> we'll be late. <laughs> oh, man, so sorry. We were trying to get the, the, the Bluetooth earphones working. It was horrendous. And then Aye. we've both got Macs. And then we've got... That wouldn't load up because... But we didn't have Google Chrome, and so then we've got like laptops that we use for our trainees. So we've got, oh yeah. Anyway, we're here. Sorry. Ask you, did did your dog eat your homework as well at school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's we all good, man. It's all good. Forest, I moved it on we? five minutes. It's fine. Um, but really happy that you're here. Like, um, for the viewers, what, what's your names? Because you've got Sunshine Corporate on the screen. Hi, I'm Claire. Hello, Claire. Uh, and I'm Andrea. Anna Yi. You know me. <laughs> I do. You're never off our social media, which is a good thing. We're really happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a few well, questions got lots for of you, right? to say, Mike, haven't you? You know, so. Always, mate. Always. Yes. You know, we're the best around. Um, I'm just going to pull me questions for you up because I was trying to message you there and I'm not on the right screen. Two seconds. Right. Got it here. Sunshine Cooperative. Dead simple. What is it? What, what is it, it? It's a local food cooperative. So In which place? We're in Sunderland. Mm -hmm. um, we started off as an online um, delivery service, which we still do. Now we have a shop. It's on High Street West in Sunderland. I know it's it well. Next door 
to Pop Rex, which is also a kick next door. Um, and really, we're all about local. We think um, reviving local economy Aye. is the way forward. Um, you know, every pound spent in your local economy just circulates, I think it's like 10 times or whatever. Any, anyway, we're just not interested in our money going back to huge corporations. Music to me is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Neither yeah, am I. And, you know, and <laughs> I, I think mean, I'm just going to get me sound level right. Two seconds. We would have done this before we went on screen, but sorry, <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry about it. Right, if just talk for us a minute, just say anything yeah. you like, and I'll just get so, right. Um, you know, the idea is like we all, right, all can good. make a diff. We can all make a difference. And mm -hmm. I said this to my son last night. I forgot what we were talking about, but he said something. I said, "Well, said eight million other people. Yes, you can." You know, and his eyes kind of went. There was like a recognition there. Yeah, for sure. And he was like, "Oh, yeah." So if, the idea is if we all um, start changing our habits, and ours is about food, changing yeah. food habits, then we actually do make a difference. And the more people do that, and you start getting together collectively to do that, mm -hmm. um, the bigger impact you have. Now we've been oh, no doubt about it, mate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what to tell me a bit about the cooperative model, because I think people think it and they just think it's the co-op, you know, the co-op, <laughs> especially in the northeast. <laughs> But it's not, is it? So what's the difference? So we're, we're, we're very small. We've only been mm -hmm. going four years. So the idea of the cooperative for us is about collaboration and cooperation. And it's about not seeing other people as your um, competitor. competitor or as opposition, but as actually potential partners. Great. And not everyone gets that, and that's fine. Not everyone is supposed to be doing what we're doing. But if we can be the person that goes like, okay, I think we could work together. And then yeah. we look at how we can do that. It's about creating partnerships. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the idea of the cooperative, we're also a social enterprise as well. So it's a cooperative kick, which is a community interest company. Um, so that means it's non-for-profit or whatever profits we do have go back into the community. And we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah. Um, yeah, but sure. the idea of the cooperative is whenever someone else comes on board, for, for example, mm -hmm. um, to begin with, it was me and my husband, Boytek, and then our friend Tracy came on board as a director, and then another another guy we know, friend Sean, came on. And every time I bring someone on, they bring in different ideas. Like Tracy is a dancer, gong, you know, she does gong practitioner, her partner mm -hmm. does gong, so we've come up with a, a programme that... Um, where we do dance, movement, come together in celebration through food. Um, yeah. That's a program we've gotten funding for. And then when we started the shop, um, a training program that we'll go into later as well, um, we brought on board Andrew, who's got really good knowledge about kind of um, getting people into work, which is what it's about. Yeah. Andrew, do you want to tell us a little bit about that element of the cooperative, please? Yeah. Um I'm um, ex-DWP, ex-Ministry of Defence, and um, I had a little bit of a wobble about, we've talked about this before, I had a wobble yeah. about four years ago, my daughter was caught up in the bombing in Manchester, and I was working in Manchester at the time, and just things just got a hold, and, and the pressures of being a senior civil servant and all of that, Just and I just left, and... I went back to university to study psychology, which I'm still doing, and 
lockdown happened and then I had a massive yeah that's when I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress yeah and then the opportunity came up here it was just an off chance thing on Facebook that I saw and came for the interview and of course me and Claire are completely on the same page in lots of different ways politically socially emotionally all of those things and so the program that we're running and I was brought in for was because of lots of different things that I can bring to it is the but the bulk of it was because of the DWP thing and the work element and my psychology and my interviewing stuff is that I can talk to people about how to get back into work we talk to them about um for instance we've had a couple of the trainees come in and unbelievably believe on it this is the truth isn't it? I'm going to tell you they were told by training providers that DWP support that um you will only get the job if you phone up after the interview because they only give the jobs to the ones that phone up because that means you give them monkeys right. and I went what um what was what was the other one that they were saying about um yo you're not allowed to take um notes into an interview with you because it makes you look stupid that's crazy I used to work on you know the government's New Deal program. I used to oh, be an advisor on that. Years ago. No, you were yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of the cool ones in plain clothes, though. Oh, really? and I would work with the heart to reach. <laughs> I was like, come on, Hepcats. I was like a proper beat poet, I was. <laughs> well, you know what it's like then. You know, these providers that are coming in and this mandated provision is not fit for, but still not fit for purpose. It was bad then. I can't even imagine what no, fresh it's, hell it's, it is now. It's just as bad now. It's the same few people with their troughs, their noses in the troughs, mm -hmm. and then they subcontract it out to, you know, these, these third, fourth parties, you know, way down the line. And yeah, the CVs we've seen. It's generic, you know, we've, we've got two lads that have never worked. Mm -hmm. Really lovely guys, three, three, yeah. The CVs, the personal statement says exactly the same on each one of them. I'm oh hard working on this, I'm that. And I was like, but you, how are you hard working? You've never had a job. So one of the guys um, is interested in being a barista. He's really passionate about food. So I said to him, tell me about your passions. Put your passion in that statement. Yeah, but that's not what they told me to do. I said, I'm telling I please just, I need you to forget all of that. Yeah. You know? So it's about being honest. It's about, for us, we our ethos is we give people a cuddle when they walk in the door. If you want a physical cuddle, you can have one, you know, but mostly it's about being kind and being an employer that we want to work for. Yeah, yeah I got you. Situations where we've been in jobs that, you know, where you've learned, yeah, there's positives in them, absolutely. But we've also learned what not to do, what we don't want to see in the world and what yeah. we don't want to be in the world. And we're trying to, like, write that in our way or come up with new solutions. So sunshine, you know, it, it's about, we, we've got a hashtag, it's called creating sunshine. Because mm -hmm. you have to create it yourself. We yeah, have to create it no one else is going to come and create it for you. So what I'm interested in, you've got like different elements within the cooperative. What's its sort of primary sort of focus? Do you have like a mission statement or yeah. something? Yeah. It's to help, well, I'm probably not going to say it verbatim, but it's basically to help people thrive mm -hmm. um, using food and health and well-being is like the, the, the avenue to do that. Yeah. Catching I mean, and 
How do you find that with the people in Sunland? I'm from Gateshead, and the place is, might as well be a mirror image of each other, even though people would never admit it because of football. But um, it is. I used to be a community worker in Grindon one day a week. I used to work across <laughs> the northeast, and I, 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 I love Sunderland. I absolutely do, and I make no bones about it. I think the people are absolutely class, and um, I get pelters for saying this of people are picked <laughs> by football, but I don't care. One of my best mates, he's a Sunderland season ticket holder. He's working the community around there as well. Really great lad. And um, I think what my point is, in Gateshead, like trying to lead a horse to water and making them drink with in terms of like healthy living, it, it's been hard traditionally. So what challenges have you faced, if any? I wouldn't say it's any easier here. It is a hard thing um, because you actually have to start changing habits. So you have to show people how to change those habits and that it's actually possible because some people yeah. don't think it is possible. Um, so that's always challenging. It has been challenging since the very beginning. You know, what you eat um, has an effect on your body. What you eat has an effect on the environment what you eat has an effect on the economy. Um, and we, we go at that from a whole local perspective, you know, yeah. because that's what we're about. It's like local people, local food, local place, you know. Um, so it is, no, it's difficult, it's challenging. Yeah. Um, but it's Look not- Look at that stuff though, either. that's good gear though, isn't it? But do you know what else we do? We do taste test Fridays. So I'm going to say, you know what? We for, we've foregone mm -hmm. our taste test Friday to spend it with you. We should have done a taste oh test Oh, my God. We'll do one later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually me and Claire talking gibberish just about life and stuff. And they're all on. Um, I'm going to speak to you later, actually, because I need to know how to use the YouTube channel properly because I haven't got a clue. Totally, um, mate. I mean, like, I've had to teach myself how to do this. My skill set is talking. It's certainly not this tech, but I've just battered through it, you know, and eventually got there, you know. So we um, we do taste test Friday, and it's usually we'll pick something up. We 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 use it as our lunchtime, and and we'll pick some of the pickles or some of the cheese, or I'll make something with some of the vegetables. I'll make a soup because I'm not only am I the face of I'm the social media jester. And cool. um, we're on um, just a little plug there. We're on uh, what else are we on? We're on um, TikTok, and I love TikTok because it does amazing filters and makes me look about 25 again. So that's <laughs> great. When she puts it on me, I look like Barbie, Barbie on acid. <laughs> I've got tremendous light in here, brilliant lighting. <laughs> <laughs> so we do that, but then it's sort of developed because I'm a proper foodie and I've done a lot of cooking and I'm an advocate for healthy eating and for cooking from scratch. It's been a passion of mine for a long time. So yeah. we show people that that cauliflower that looks like it's going to go in the bin, you can make a soup with it. And this is what we do. So we do live cooking as well, won't we? That was what um, I was going to ask you. Like, new training you know, coming in. Sorry, carry no, on. That was what I was going to ask you because I did used to run like a cookery session back in the day with young people at a project that I was part of in yeah. North Shields. And um, I was very surprised at like sort of the, the lack of cooking skills in, in certainly in young people, but just in general in the community. And um, uh -huh. obviously there's a local Iceland there and you could get a pizza for a quid. 
So people yeah. would like we had a kitchen and people would come in bringing pizzas and that's where we, we got it from. And we we're just like, you know, you can eat much healthier, like for around about the same money. So that's where it started coming from. So I was dead interested in hearing like how that's working for you now, you know. It is because we talk to people about because it's organic and because it's the, the project. Hold on, I've got a needy dog here. Two seconds. Oh, all right. This is Scrappy. Sorry, keep oh. talking. He's got no, he hasn't got a teeth in his a tooth in his head. <laughs> um, I was going to say much like the men I've dated in the past, but <laughs> what I'm dating, I'm not so it's all right. <laughs> um, so this stuff in the shop, we work with a lot of the local. Well, it is all local, local produced stuff, and it's incredible. And it can be, it's a little bit more expensive than your stuff you're buying in the supermarkets. But yeah. we try and say to people, it's the quality. When you buy this, this is what you're supporting. And again, with the we've got the refill stations with the um, with the dried goods, and we do also the um, the liquid refills. The liquid refills, but with a company called Minimal, they're amazing. Those guys because. It is properly organic. It is properly not organic. Not organic. No, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's all um, natural and there's no nasties in there. Great. And they recycle everything yeah. and it's reused and they're amazing. But it's shown people that they can come in and if they've only got a quid in their purse, they can buy 20 pence worth of washing up liquid. They don't have to go and buy. Do you know what I mean? And it's saying oh, that to people. We have regular customers come in on um, in throughout the week and they'll buy like one carrot, two potatoes because that's all they need. That's what they're cooking that day, that night. And, that's you know, great. That, like, and oh, I mean, people, people, people need to understand as well, like in countries like France, that's absolutely normal. People will yeah. go and do that every day. It's it wouldn't. But for us, it kind of stands out and it's like, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. nothing at all. It's actually abnormal to be, be doing it differently. We want fresh food, don't we? We don't want to waste it as well. And that's exactly. the thing. We don't want to, you know, have that stuff sitting in your fridge. And then by the time you get around to it, it's gone off, you know. So just You've reminded us I've got a courgette, a courgette in the fridge that we need sorting. It's like well on the phone. <laughs> Wait, two seconds. Scrappy, you're, you're messing this up. Go on. <laughs> Sorry about that. He's just a very needy lad. My partner's away at the minute, so it's like oh, he's just clamped to us at all times. He's like a little doll. I've got a border collie, like a proper hard lad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bulldog. Mine is a proper hard dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah dogs. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, so we start doing all of that stuff, and we're getting people on, bringing people on board to do it. Working, we've worked with other food foodies they've come in and done like um like nadia's done the moroccan food she's amazing oh, i love moroccan food uh, namaste nima she's come in and done oh indian, indian food it's incredible mm -hmm. she's doing a lot of stuff in the northeast as well um at the food markets and things who else have we worked with mostly you now yeah we've got our new trainee um jack hi jack if you're watching he won't be watching but he'll watch it back cool. he's come from grace house so for anybody who's not local, Grace House was on the Rickshaw Challenge for Children in Need this year. Right. And they're a really amazing organisation that works with um, young people with, is it with autism or just with, with just learning? Yeah, they, they, I think that in the past, I'm not sure exactly, but they've been like a kind of rest house for, you know, also for relatives. Yeah. Who, um, they might have sick children. Um, mm -hmm or with any kind of issues and they're really supportive around families 
And um, they also have a program where they're trying to help give young people some skills, you know, um, within Grace House, but then they're also coming to other organizations um, like ourselves and bringing young people, um, giving them, you know, work life experiences outside of Grace House as well. That's the one, like, I mean, in terms of, you know, obviously the cost of living, well, it's a scandal, I don't want to call it crisis, because it's, yeah. like, it's a policy choice, let's have it right, yes. isn't it? it's got, you know, how how's that impacting, because we know ourselves in the northeast, particularly in places like Sunderland, austerity didn't start with David Cameron, it's been going on for decades before, so <laughs> what? How is, how is this impacting now that it's even more exacerbated in these times? Well, I'm not going to lie, it has impacted sales, particular our online sales, I would say, mm-hmm. because the shop's relatively new and that's kind of, it's building, if, if you see what I mean, even though Got it you. could be better, with people, more people are getting to know us, so it is increasing slightly um, as we go along, because it's only mm-hmm. been a year. Um, and we have had messages from people saying, we love it, but we've, we've made a decision that this has to go. Which is always a shame. Um, totally, mate. Yeah. But we also, it's, it's understandable. But also, um, things like this don't put me off. It doesn't make <laughs> me think, oh my God, I don't go into fear mode. Or if I do go into fear mode, I quickly sort myself out within a minute. Yeah, or two. sure. Because that's policies from above. Um, and never really for our benefit. So I'm not going to let that layer who think they're above of society kind of dictate how I feel about myself and how Absolutely. I feel about people around me. Um, they don't have that power over me. Exactly. Um, I mean, it puts us in mind of this. Group. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this guy, Buckminster Fuller? No. Um, the, for the people listening on the Spotify, it's you never change things by fighting the existing reality to change something. Build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Now, Buckminster was... That is, um, this is my modus operandum. There you go. You can have that for free. Based on that, this is how I see it. So you've got current system and you've got Sunshine Cooperative. Right now, Sunshine Cooperative is, is behind, right? But it's creating new ways of doing things. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going ahead thinking, this is how we think we can be prosperous, how we can thrive. So it's kind of doing this. And then you see the, the, you know, the other, the other side. And I just see it slowly drifting off into the sunset until there's only things like what we've created from the ground up. Because what's being created from the top down, um, it's it's all about control. It's how exactly. to control us. Yeah. Whereas actually, we take that you know that back and start controlling how we want to live, how we want to. What what do we think society should look like? Exactly, and that's from I can yeah. relate to that because we're building new media. It's not just through Milk the Cow. It's through. Um, the Independent Media Association. We're working yeah. on loads of different things, and it's wow. for me. I'm I'm guided by the the quote here. Um, we've got to build our own things that exist outside the, of the existing system, and then, as you said, cooperate with each other. When you, like part of what you do is to cooperate and find new new links, and part of what we're doing today is exactly that. Like we're using our reach to amplify what you're doing, and I'm benefiting from hearing about what you're saying and. Hopefully, people out there will too. 
and it's just like this positive feedback loop that we all work together and build yeah. isn't it and on that point can i can because I, we're all our business is all about kind of being sustainable mm-hmm. and looking at sustainable ways of living and that's not based on a corporate green agenda yeah that's based on <laughs> common sense and actually wanting this world to be a better place not because some guy has decided on his way to a, i don't know some big meeting and jet that we need to pay more taxes to to fund some kind of corporate green agenda that's not what we're about at all yeah you totally. know, uh, we, you, he talks about this don't you was there not something this week we were talking about like voting green or voting whatever and it's like well none of them are going to fix this for us none of them because they all mm-hmm. dump in the same bloody i'm trying not to swear because i'm trying to be professional under Got sunshine, you, but you, but you know you can here because i swear all yeah, the time so if you want <laughs> <laughs> When I'm um, angry, I swear. When I'm not angry, I also swear. <laughs> well, I've got Tourette's. It's sometimes it's just... Oh, <laughs> but um, and what was I saying? I've gone off on a tangent there. Um, what were we saying? About the green agenda. Oh, the green agenda. Yeah, about, you know, you, nobody's going to fix it for us. You know that conversation we had with late Liam earlier on? We were also linked with another... We need to come back with There's all these so other people. There's so many humans around that want to yeah. trust us. We just had all Definitely. Yeah, some people in the comments. John O.C., you do a thing that helps people, others see that it works, they do a thing that helps people, and that's the feedback loop, that, the yeah. feedback yeah. loop isn't it? Thanks, Absolutely Jenna. getting it. Um, Jacqueline Hemmons, to, I'll just take a few comments, mate. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, doing a daily local shop would cost me a fortune in bus fare. The only shop close to me is either a convenience store, which is really expensive, or Tesco. Like, what, How would you respond to that, like, from your expertise? Well, if you don't see it and you want something, go out and do it create yeah. it that's what we did there was nothing like this in Sunderland so instead of kind of and, and I, don't, I don't mean this to d- dismissively but instead of just kind of bit moaning about it it was like okay someone's going to do it why not us so if you see something in your area in your life that you don't like it's actually up to you to fix it agreed or support someone support someone who is fixing it if that's not your passion so it's you, you've got to you've got to get around to the the idea that no one else is going to fix it for you i think that lady's saying as well about mm. doing a daily shop it's we have people not doing a daily shop in here we have people come in once a week to pick up a cup just the veggies that they need for the week mm-hmm. and it is cheaper than going to a supermarket. I bought some carrots from that um, place that it starts with A and ends, ends in I for a couple of weeks ago because I wasn't the, I hadn't been into work, and they were rotten in the bag within two days. Now I'll get stuff. I usually get I do buy my veggies from here, but Claire will on a Saturday go, Andrew, can you do anything with these? And it'll be the stuff that's maybe a bit flaccid. Wednesday when the veg delivery comes in, Maggie, who's our um, the other lady that works in the shop with us, she'll go. I'm not putting that in the box. So they usually have to one side, and I'll go. We got all the really, really, really ones. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do with that? And I'll go. Yeah, I'll make us a soup, or I'll make something with it, and then I'll make it and bring it in here. Um. So it's why well, again I'm talking and I'm rabbiting on. We're talking about um, it doesn't have to just be a daily shop. Yeah, it's not a shop. daily shop. It's a, it's a weekly thing, you know, and mm-hmm. you can make it as cheap or as expensive as you want. I agree. I, it I is mean... about that buying those odd bits and bobs, you know, as opposed to going into a supermarket and having to buy a kilo of carrots or a kilo of this or a kilo of that. 
Totally, mate. I'll just take a few more from the comments here. Uh, Bob Grady's here. He shops local wherever I can, and it's a really important thing to do. I think, Claire, you mentioned earlier in this about, like, if we spend locally, that pound goes round and round. And it's a bit like um, that model in Preston, um, where they've they've actually, the council have actually formalised that, and it's worked yeah. so well. Um, so it's something to bear in mind. Uh, all of this stuff um, we can do ourselves, but from a political level, it's often a policy choice and we can put pressure on them if we yeah. feel like we can take something from that system. If not, let's just spend money with each other. For example, Andre, you're a patron of Milk the Cow. When I'm in a position yeah. to, if you've got a patron thing or I can send people your way, that's what I'll do. Part of the, yeah. what this is, is sending people your way and it goes around in that loop, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think that's one of, the, one of the things I definitely wanted to get across by doing this with you today. We Thank can you. make changes yeah. by building our communities. Um, sometimes that can be online or it can be like locally within the Northeast or and then link that with globalised communities with the same ethos. Yeah, um, and I think that's one of the problems at the minute. We feel hopeless, we feel alone, when in reality we're not. And amongst all the political shit that I talk about, I wanted to get people like you to come on and give them a bit of uplift because what you're doing is, is yeah. fantastic, you know. Can I just make a point there? Bob, yeah, man. you're amazing. Thanks for shopping locally. And we do do that, even if it's just in the head, the, the, the happy dance, when someone like you comes in and, and or they're online and makes, you know, they place an order, we get a new, because we have a subscription system for... For, and it's we've got quite a large reach in the northeast. It's not just Sunderland, Durham, Newcastle, um, mm -hmm. South Tyneside. Um, but every time we get a new subscriber on our veg boxes, it's like <laughs> it's the <laughs> one, like, isn't it? Every time, same with the parents. Every time, I'm dance, happy. You know? yeah. yeah. So it's thank amazing. you, thank you very much. Who does that. It's, it means the one as well. to small businesses. Right, we've got Dave Slaz here. Um, I know actually know Dave, and he mentioned it further on. He, you, he, I met him through the Motivate Project in North Shields that I mentioned. So he's mentioned it earlier. Oh, but right. What he's saying here is he's visited schools with the Danilo Dolce Project in Sicily. Their six to seven year old kids were amazing with their food knowledge. They put some of our UK teens to shame. I've also found that like I've traveled extensively and it's just like completely different things. And that's cultural there. Eh? Well, we've got things in system now, isn't but it? we've got things afoot. Have you? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to make a point about that because it is a really good point that Dave's making. I've got two sons. One of them's just left secondary school to go to college. He did not do. I mean, we we teach them at home. We work with them at home, but there was no support from the educational system at the time. He did not do one ounce of cookery at school. Now, under a new head, I think my youngest son, who's 13, is going to do a term of cookery. So, because not all of these teens, yes, parents should be, and we should be talking and teaching our kids, but some children do not come from that type of background mm -hmm. um, where there is food knowledge. It is, you go to McDonald's and all that type of stuff. So if they're not getting it from home, where else are they going to get it from if the schools have taken, because of this, core curriculum, you know, your maths, English, your science, so many other subjects have been taken out of schools because they have to concentrate on these these things. Definitely. And I think from a, from a community or, perspective, you know, we've been defunded like hugely over the last 12 years or more, like even before that as well. The pro project yeah. I'm talking about uh, there, that's Laz, was, that we met at. Um, that's gone and it's been gone for a while. It's like a cafe. I don't even know what it is now, actually, um, because it was European Social Fund money and there's nothing that's come in <laughs> to replace it, as we know. So um, 
the whole sector is wrecked and one of those th things that one of the benefits of that was people would come in and would do informal learning with people and it was like you know like you say like a really good at positive atmosphere for people to be part of and I, I, I miss that and I think the country's lost so much by those things but I think it was a political thing from the government they just didn't want people like us talking to other people and turning them on about other things they just want them in these little small boxes um work eat sleep die that seems to be what they, they want, want poor people eating shit pizzas from you know from you know these freezer places for a pound that's what they want you know they don't want us learning about it they don't want us eating healthy food so it makes us thrive and whatever you know just yeah. you know being in Sunderland you know we've got a massive poster on our wall from the European Union <laughs> European We're Structural funded. and we've Investment Funds <laughs> you know and it's the joy when people and I know when they come in and I go they'll go do you know about us and they'll go mm, no and I'll go we're not just that's our new hashtag we're not just a bed shop and, mm. and they see the poster and some of them you can see them going their faces all melt you know what I mean that lovely blue picture with the stars on yeah, it yeah but yeah. we're not you know and we, we're not political no we're not um so you know I know a lot of people who you know are for and against and that's fine um that that's I guess that's not the we well, that's the thing. I mean, the organisations are yeah, political. I mean, I have a personal mm -hmm. politics, but when I work in communities, I don't bring them into it. I just no, do my job that. and try right. and like open up opportunities to as many people as I possibly can. I mean, I'm from a working class background and it's like, you know, when people talk about the poor or poverty, I'm like, I had ice on the inside of my windows growing up until it once again the yeah. European Union put money into the gate into the area and we got <laughs> double glazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it just, the, it the just tend to make you sit up and think, like, hold on a minute, these are all choices, aren't they? I mean, like, these are all policy choices. Why were we being left to, to rot? And um, But again, I, like, professionalism is a very big thing, and I very much believe in it, and I don't bring that into work. But this now is my job, and I damn sure friggin' will bring politics in everything that I do, because if we don't take an interest in it as much as we're building stuff outside of it, they're just going to run over the top of us. So I guess, yeah. for me, um, our sort of cooperative approach is um, accountability, because I feel that journalism is letting me down, um and we just have to do it ourselves just like you are so that's what we're doing so that's the shared ethos we can have I, can i make a po point about politics though i feel yeah. like when we say politics and we talk politics this that the other i feel like it drags us back into the system and i, I, think I agree mate. it does new terminology for it because i i i think it was about three or four years ago i was like i'm not doing this anymore i'm not playing in this system yeah. Um, and I just, I think I wrote a post on Facebook and I said, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not the other, I'm me and I'm existing in this world in a way that I don't do anyone harm and I actually want to create a better place, but I'm not going to do that in the framework of politics because that's mm -hmm. come from someone else, you know, and I think we start, we, we need to take back that power, but we need to start looking at terminology, I think as well, because I, I don't want to be the same. I, I mean, don't I want to be, be part of politics person. either. Like at all, I fully relate to what you're saying, but at the same time, we're going to watch them while we're, while we're building our stuff. We're going to ensure that they're not going to run over the top of us and we're going to be what ruthless it? You said about this it. Morning. 
It was about um, the part you want Labour to get in so then everybody can see what a mess that they really are. Completely, and simply because like, there's no oh. difference. You couldn't get a Rizla paper no, between them and the Tories. <laughs> and But we've got, like you see it, I get absolutely <laughs> harassed every day off these centrists going, you, well, why? Like just completely, like what, what they want me to do, start our own thing. So we are. So we do it. And then it's like yeah. shitting all over. And I'm like, ideas are fragile. They will die on the vine. But that's what you want because you want to be plugged back into the matrix. So you are going to be all right. You don't give a shit about working class people or people who are in the shit. You just don't. Because if you did, yeah. you would look at the evidence that we produce every day, which I now link them to and, and just go, yeah. the, this stuff is incontrovertible that... The Labour Party is probably going to, like, not probably, are going to privatise the NHS, but they're going to do it with a cuddle. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, like, it's the same outcome. There's a wonderful study, I think. Um, it's a, a Native American um, saying that the left wing and the right wing are from the same bird. Yeah, totally, mate. I fully agree. And, uh, yeah. There's yeah, tailwinds. Like career... There is such same. a thing also as the career left. You do know what I mean by that? People who are like yeah. like trying to compete for all these like ever decreasing amount of jobs and those sell their souls all the more. You see it all the time. I was debating with Owen Jones the other day on Twitter, and I just like, oh, yeah. just like I gotta have a look. There was me and a few other people doing it. But he's, he's coming out with much shit, but he's just a labour lifer, isn't he? And he's just like yeah. coming out with ever increasingly more amounts of mental gymnastics and and then he's going why are you getting at me why don't you get at politicians and it's like because you've got a million followers and people like will listen to what you say and you're telling them to vote labor it's like you have to look at 2019 what he did oh god mate tell us and uh it's no, like we can't even go there on that one because let's not go down that road because yeah, we'll we'll just start no, we're on the same page with that one I but, um, and yeah, as uh, Ryan was saying, it's great hearing something positive, so let's keep it there. Um, we'll take another couple of comments, um, and then I'm going to edit this and get it out for you today. So we've got Jacqueline Hemmons. Perhaps it might be an idea to set up a community shop in the local church or whatever where people could pool their resources to have a local food yeah. delivery. What do you think? Sounds great. Great idea. Yeah, man. Nice yeah. one. Um, Thanks for sharing. Charlton Stephen. Shopping local has to be the way ahead. Giving up driving due to eye issues and now find shopping locally a few times a week now oh. instead of a car full once a week is much easier and better all around win. You know what? You know, when Claire does the deliveries on a Thursday, um, it's I did deliveries for a big supermarket during lockdown. It was a little bit different. So we got a customer in the oh, shop. Yeah. And um, Claire spends time with the people, you know, when she's out delivering, she's out, you know, and out in the sticks in Durham and stuff. And it's that mm -hmm. having that connection. With these people Definitely. as well and i get not everybody can afford to do it but it's just we found um, a link and i've got to do some work with it it's just run it seems to run out of time and it's for every if you take five pound not an extra five pound yeah. the five pounds say you've got a budget of 30 pound a week take five pound of that out and go and do it in a local shop let me sorry let me zoom in this way go I into a worry, local put shop sorry it's just because it's <laughs> two years you know what I mean? take it into a local shop and if everybody was to do that that would generate 13 billion pounds to a local economy exactly that is a crazy amount of money and that's in the I microcosm too if you look at it from the macro at like the sort of societal level and the money going yeah. offshore 
if that money was brought back in and circulated, the, nobody needs to be in poverty. Nobody. Like people spend spend money, it generates tax, that then goes back yeah. in. If we invest in infrastructure, that then creates jobs who then spend money in restaurants, which creates restaurant workers, and round and round it goes. But the problem is we've had all of this stuff just dragged out and chucked into the Cayman Islands on the macro level, or people will spend money with the Tesco's of this world and whatever. And that's going off as well because they're not paying hardly any tax, if any tax at all. So the country has been drained and it's like, I feel, I'll be so bold, is an absolute shithole due to lack of investment. And you, you, you just have to look at the roads and everything else. That yeah. is a choice. It is a choice. Um, but in, we've been told quite clearly that we're not allowed to have our chocolate via the ballot box. So we've got to do it ourselves. And that's why speaking to you is so positive because he's doing it. We're doing it as well, if I might big ourselves. Yeah, we're, we're doing exactly what you're doing, but just in our sector. We're trying to disrupt the media sector. And we've been successful at it in the past and we're going to do it again. And we're doing it with help, the help of you guys. And we're helping you well, well on the come up and yeah. putting these positive stories in front of, front of people's faces, isn't it? Got to be done. It's really good. I don't watch the news now. I stick you on when I come in. I'll put YouTube on. We are the My... news, man. <laughs> I know you are. No, but do you know what I mean? Sorry, that was a bit direct. You know what I mean? No, I was just joking. It's just you couldn't see me face because of this. We are the news. <laughs> Sounded like that, didn't it? <laughs> um, so I've got one of those cold in here. Um, yeah, my half, I, even he watches now and he's not, not as politically left as I am. But um, sorry, I'll, I'll radicalise him if he turns in every day. I'm <laughs> sorry, rationalise him. It is uncomfortable. So I think... You know, when you do change, you, you move into a, 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 a there'll be diagrams about this, um, but you move to into a space of discomfort because you, you you're used to certain ways of doing things, but you know, it's only that discomfort is is the growth. Without you know, a doubt, I think a lot of people are, are frightened of that discomfort, but if you know at the end of that. That discomfort, you actually have grown into the, you know, like, I know, better, better form of yourself, you know? Definitely, um, man. We, we need adversity to improve as humans. And, um, like, what that's, I mean, everything's terrible now, but out of these things, traditionally can come beautiful movements and beautiful yeah. organizations like yourselves. It's it, these, these are the things that, um, we need and we we can see through all of this darkness that can be opportunity comes from it because people go, well, we haven't got money. What can we actually do? How can we share the skills and build this thing and make everybody's life better who chooses to engage with it, which I think is a, a beautiful and brilliant thing personally. And and that's happening. So it's happening at the macro level and it's happening on the micro level. So it's happening to us as people that we're going through this yeah. period of discomfort on a macro level, it's happening to society, the world, actually, because it's all, it all looks like, can I say shit? Because it, it does, but you can only change something if you realise it's not good in the first place. You know, you've got to understand. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. And it's almost, all of that is coming to the surface. You need to see it to be able to change it, because it was always there. It was just, we didn't see it all. Now we can Completely see it. Completely, man, I then start to change it um, because then you don't have an excuse. 
know, without a doubt. I've got one more question, like ladies, just before we go, because I really do need to edit this, and then I've got to go and walk these dogs because they're starting to get a bit. Uh, they've been very good when I was pre preparing, but they've got a grizzle on. So um, it was just for you, Andrea. You, you, you yes. the other day said this. I was a pissed up student on the Digicop section oh, with no! Pitman and her. The shame still it, haunts me today. I would love to find the clip though. No. I thought you were going to put the clip on there. I was like, <laughs> didn't find it. I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. You've got to tell us about the hip oh, and her, man. Come on. really awful. No, shall I tell you the story? I was at, I was at, um, it was 1990. I was at Huddersfield Polytechnic, as was. Come on. And I know. And um, I got absolutely hammered, like we did in the 90s. That was just, you know, Course, it man. was great, wasn't it? Well, and, I was on um, a rave, to be fair. I'll just be opening up. <laughs> kicking doors off warehouses and putting parties on and that. <laughs> no, I was a rover. And um, I got so drunk. And then they tried to push me up to do the dance with Jason Orange and him with the hair. Oh, when you said the blonde hair. Oh, man, the dude like, with the hair, man. I loved him. Yeah. He had the hot pants and he was like, But I couldn't because I couldn't stand up straight, right? So they said, no, bugger off. Anyway, next thing, I'm pushed. And this lass comes up to me and she went, have you got a chat line? I went. So she went, um, are you a polar bear? Why? Because I want to break the ice with you. So I went, all right, then, okay. <laughs> so I go Fantastic. up, I'm with Pete Waterman and Michaela Strachan. Come and on. this is the shame of it. They didn't tell you that the microphone was in your face and to speak quietly. So when it was put out live on the, cause it was done on like the Friday and it was shown like on the Saturday night. And they've gone, Andrew, where are you from? And I just moved down south from, from North Wales at that point. Mm -hmm. I went, <laughs> Mate, honestly, look, I love this what's story. Like... What's, what's your favorite type of bloke? I don't know, big and hairy or something I've said. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do everything that I can to find this bloody clip, me, because I remember no, that. No, thing. Then they went, what's your chat? No, what? No, what's your favourite bloke? And I got confused and went, polar bear. And they went, oh, right, okay. What's your chat line? Are you a polar bear? Do you want to break the ice with me? And basically they went, oh, go and find somebody. So you had an hour because it was called Did You Cop. Do you remember it? I've, I, I do, I, I do. What you're talking about before is I'm from a different. No, well, you'll you'll planet. find it. So off you go, and I found this fella, and then he's probably backed out because his girlfriend would see it. So then I was like, oh, Fanny, I've got to go on there now. I've not been able to pull. I'm going to look like a right loo. Next thing, the biggest black man, right, stood next to me. Lovely fella he was. So he said, I'll come on with you. <sighs> So he stood next to me, Pete Walton's here, and I just kept going, So bearing in mind, I'd said that my... You are pasted to this point. <laughs> I was wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so I had said that my favourite person, man, was a polar bear, and I've gone on with so white, I've gone on with the biggest black man you've ever seen. Anyway, the Saturday night comes, and it comes on the telly, and I... I just died. I just felt sick because a friend had it on because we used to have black and white telly back in the day, so you didn't have to, so you didn't have to pay a lot for your license. So yeah. one of the lads had a colour telly, so we watched it on there and I cried. So I hid in my room 
for next week. I had a big lecture. I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to show a picture of it later. So I, I didn't go to the lecture because I was too ashamed because I thought everybody knows me. I'm that dickhead from the bloody telly. <laughs> and <laughs> the tutor that was leading the lecture had gone, oh, did you see the hitman and her on Saturday night? Did you see that last? Oh, my God. What, what a bell end she was. Start slagging me off and everything. Somebody went out as Andrea from, from the theatre studies group. And I went, oh, good, did, did he? And they went, yeah. See the following oh week, I went. And he called me down. Tremendous said, back in the day story, mate. Right, gave gonna, me, gonna... gave me a polar bear and I've still got it. No. Oh, that's, a... oh, you still got it? What yeah, I still got it. It's on, it's on my mantelpiece. It goes with me everywhere. And every time I look at it, I think... Oh, bless him. But I'll, I'll post a picture of it later. The what about I post a picture for and we'll, we'll stick it on the page. Lovely speaking yeah. to you, man. Really, really and has you. been. And, and it's, it's like, it's just so nice to have like a positive interaction and not talk about all <laughs> sort of the darkness in the world. You know what I mean? That's, we're really keen to do that more. I, re I realise when I've been getting this new channel going that it's just been like all doom and gloom. So thanks for providing some balance to oh, thank the... You. the Really and if anybody wants to come in and see us then come in and see us and if anybody's getting a veg box from any of these big companies you need to stop you need to come and get it from little places like this because it makes a massive massive difference definitely i'll just read this out for the audio people for spotify and apple podcast okay. so uh, Cooperative.co.uk. Also, the links will be in the description. I've already got them, so you don't need to send us anything. I'll just put them in the Thank description you. when I do the edit. But first, I'm going to feed me dogs and walk them, and then I'll get this out for you this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks so much. No problem. All the best to you, Zach. Bye. Thank you for being a patron as well. Honestly, it makes a world of difference to her. Thank you. I wish I could afford more. I will do when I make my millions. When when I can afford it, I'll be I'll be um, sending people your way and also like buying from you as well. <laughs> not that I, not that it's expensive. I'm just skint. <laughs> so it's We're all skint, lovely. So don't worry. Tell but us you, about when it, you mate, know, you come over and see us. Totally, mate. Will do. All the best. Yeah. See you later. Take care. Bye. -bye. Bye. That was uh, sunshinecooperative.co.uk there. Um, make sure you go and check out what they're doing. Obviously, lovely people. Um, and it's just a real honor that they've come on the show and um, told everything about it. And it's always nice to have a bit of positivity, isn't it? Um, just before we go, though, com forward slash cowdaily if you want to support our work. Also, there's a PayPal link in the description if you want to make a one-off donation to similarly support our work. If you can't afford it, subscribe to, um, via the links in the description, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also just share the work as well. As you can tell, we're trying to build a movement and we're building things outside of the system by linking up with good people like this. So please do go to sunshinecooperative.co.uk for all your needs. See you later. Bye-bye. I am Monday. That's when we'll